May the Lord give you his peace. Amen. Good morning. Well, the word that connects the first reading from Acts of the Apostles with the Gospel from John 10 is hand. That's the, uh, you find the word hand in both readings. So a little word about uh, what, what could it mean about hands. Um, we have a little snapshot of the early days of the church when, uh, because of the persecution that um, brought the martyrdom of Stephen, the Christians were kind of scattering, and as they scattered, they, you know, were bringing the message about Jesus to all kinds of places. And uh, in uh, Acts, it, it describes this as the hand of the Lord was with them. Isn't that a beautiful kind of turn of phrase? Uh, the hand of the Lord was with him. And I think the Old Testament uses that turn of phrase uh, as well. And then in the gospel where Jesus says about his sheep, nobody can take them out of his hand or out of the Father's hand. So two hands, the hand of Jesus, the hand of the Father, um, to be in the hand of the Lord. Um, so could we say the same thing about our own lives? That somehow we are in the hand of the Lord and that the hand of God is with us. Well, yeah, definitely. And uh, that image calls to mind, um, really calls to mind our ministry. So a little word about ministry. Um, there is probably a great crisis going on in the church today uh, where we have people who are members of the church, people who are believers and uh, would say, yeah, I'm a Christian, I'm a Catholic, but have no sense of mission in their life. You know, that, that, that you run into people like that, they, you know, no sense that like, um, I've got a mission here. You know, people are like, oh, those friars and those sisters or the, the priest at the parish, like they have a mission, you know, the work of the church. But um, we have a lot of people who are Christians, are believers, are churchgoers, who actually don't have a sense of that in their life. Um, and even it can happen for us sometimes that our sense of that could weaken. And um, so, um, and that could be a problem. You know, it's important that we have a sense, I am on a mission. There's... The, the hand of the Lord is with me at work, doing things, the, the action of grace. This is exciting stuff. This is a snapshot of what we see in Acts of the Apostles. God was there. He was at work. The hand of the Lord was with them. The grace of God was present. It was active. It was fruitful. It was doing things. Um, and uh, we need that in our own lives. It is our sense of mission really that motivates us. And when your sense of mission is weak, that's when you run into problems with your motivation. You know, like, oh. Um, recently I was uh, down in the D.C. area for a baptism and there was a, a little church actually in Northern Virginia that we would do our holy hour at. And uh, beautiful grounds, you know, uh, landscaping and the church and the buildings, very nicely done. And you go there, and uh, when you leave the parish, there's a, a couple of different roads out of the parking lot, 
And next to the little driveway to leave the parish, there is a sign. There's a couple of them. So whoever's been at the church and leaves, you cannot miss the sign. And the sign says, you are now entering mission territory. Isn't that brilliant? So whoever the pastor or whoever's at that parish is like, hey, everybody, you know, is you're now leaving the grounds of your, your parish church and, and this, everybody sees it. You are now entering mission territory. Um, there's another parish where my aunt lived in the Maryland side, uh, outside of D.C., and uh, the parish where, where they have there um, is one of these kind of parishes that's just so full of life and so, you know, fruitful and uh, there's all kinds of people around and um, had some very nice encounters with the pastor there and he shared with us that he has this thing where they really invite and encourage people to register at the parish, which is a bit of an issue nowadays. People don't know, like, oh, I'm supposed to register to become a parishioner. But if you register at the parish, you have to sign up for a ministry. They've got all kinds of ministries and apostolates happening at the parish, and it's not like anybody want to. It's like, no, pick one. You have to sign up for a ministry. And uh, that has borne a lot of fruit in that parish. And it's, it's a sense of mission, and it's, it, it motivates people to live the faith. Now, that being said, um, I think Pope Francis himself has been kind of talking about this same thing, just for the church in general. You know, that, that it does happen, whether it be a diocese or a parish or even an individual Christian that loses that sense that there's a mission that I'm supposed to be doing, that the hand of God is with me, and, uh, you know, some kind of active kind of, um, whether it be preaching the message, proclaiming Jesus, sharing the faith, works of mercy. You know, when you talk about hands, you get the sense of works of mercy, right? The hands do things, whether stirring a pot of soup or, you know, whatever it might be. But um, we have the 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 beautiful dynamic in our life as religious that we have our apostolates, right? You know, the, the old three-legged stool analogy. We've got our prayer. We've got our fraternity or sorority, our brotherhood and sisterhood with one another. But then we've got our apostolate. It's one of the legs of the stool. And uh, for us, obviously, it's evangelization and work with the poor. Um, there are two extremes that we could fall into. One would be the person who is so driven for work that they neglect their prayer and their interior life. Okay, you don't want to do that. But also, we could become so focused on ourselves and on the things that go into just living life or whatever that we could actually uh, uh, not have... uh, an appropriate sense of mission and apostolate, you know? That can happen as well. It's like the other extreme. Um, The Pope, in uh, warning about this, talks about the danger of being self-referential, meaning a person or a parish or a religious order where you're so kind of inward-focused that, you know, Christianity, it's it's always supposed to be kind of outward-focused, you know? And it's our apostolate, our ministry, that helps us to do that, you know? to kind of, we have all this energy and all this love in our hearts and it needs to be given, needs to be poured out. And that's the ministry, it's the apostolate. Now, 
it's a funny kind of homily to give it in the novitiate, right? <laughs> so now obviously there are stages of formation and each stage of formation has its appropriate thing. So the novitiate is a privileged year when you do pull in the mind of the church, you got, you're pulling back from the activity to focus on self and everything. So I'm not contradicting any of that, okay? <laughs> Novice mistress, calm down. But uh, to know that um, what we see in the scriptures you know, this idea that, that there's a mission, that there's, there's a work that God is doing, he's inviting us to cooperate with in our lives, so important. You'll see that kind of idea in the writings of all the saints. You know, um, they just published the full works of St. Maximilian Colby. And in those writings, he's like obsessed with this like mission that his life is like the mission of the Immaculata for souls and, you know, just this zeal for, for the apostolate. Um, you'll see that even in uh, the life of St. Francis, right? The word of Christ from the cross, go and rebuild my church. You know, it's like a sense of the mission. Um, but even somebody like a St. Therese, who was a Carmelite and had a contemplative vocation, you, ever, you know, you read her writings and she's this heart that just longs to, you know, convert the world and, you know, this kind of desire and this love, even in the midst of a contemplative prayer, you know, vocation, the sense of a mission and a, a call to ministry is there, really strong. Um, that the hand of the Lord would be present, would be you know, with us, guiding us. I think about things, uh, experiences I've had as a priest where I knew God used me to help somebody in their faith. You know, sometimes you get feedback from people, whether it be a homily you give or a confession that happened or an encounter or, you know, thank you so much, that really helped me, or whether it be a conversion, which does happen sometimes, you know, somebody receives the sacraments, or whether it be just uh, an encouragement to pick up the cross and follow. Um, we need that, huh? We need a sense that we are on a mission from God. This is important stuff, you know, and, it, and it's something that he's at work in the world and he's inviting us to cooperate with what he's doing. And that that is very exciting. That that gives energy. That gives a, mo a sense of motivation, a sense of purpose to make good use of the time that's given us. And uh, there's a hymn that so beautifully describes what I'm trying to say. And so I will conclude my homily with this hymn. You know how artists are so gifted, huh? So this, this hymn is called, where is it? Page 19. 50. Oh my goodness, I had the page and I just lost it. Your hand, O oh Lord, has guided. You know that hymn? We, we sing it all the time. Maybe sometimes we don't uh, catch the words. 1951, that's what I thought. It was a good year. <laughs> so I'm told. Okay, so here's this hymn from the Breviary. And it kind of matches the readings today so beautifully. Uh, your hand, O Lord, has guided your church from age to age. The wondrous tale is written so clearly on each page. Our fathers praised your goodness, and we their deeds record. And both to this bear witness, one church, one faith, one Lord. Your heralds brought glad tidings to greatest and to least. They told all men to hasten to share the great king's feast, 
And this was all their teaching and every deed and word to all alike proclaiming one church, one faith, one Lord. Through many days of darkness, through many scenes of strife, the faithful few fought bravely to guard the Christian life. Their gospel of redemption, sin pardoned, man restored, was all in this enfolded, one church, one faith, one Lord. Your mercy will not fail us, nor leave your work undone. With all your strength to help us, the victory shall be won. And then by men and angels, your name shall be adored. And this shall be their anthem, one church, one faith, one Lord. Amen.